hey, the thorn in your flesh may actually be a gift from God. How? Let's talk about it with Dr. Daniel Bush on Steve Brown, etc. He's an old white guy, an author, broadcaster, and seminary professor who's sick of religion. And he's brought friends. Please welcome Steve Brown, etc. Hey, we are so glad you're here. You have a seat at our table. Always, you're just not allowed to talk. But we recognize the gift you give us by giving us an hour of your life. And we try not to waste it. If you were wondering, I'm Steve, the aforementioned old white guy. And Matthew Porter, who's our executive producer. Matthew doesn't need a lot of french fries. He just needs to know when he's about to eat the last <laughs> French fry. You gotta know how to take. You ever reach for him and you're like, that was the last one. Yeah. Uh, it's, fail, it's, fail it's a sad moment, that. isn't it? It's a yeah. bad feeling. Yeah. Matthew, it's worse when you get home and there's no ketchup. Oh, I know. And Matthew, it's a hard world. <laughs> Our producer, Jinx, is in the little glass booth. Jinx, you have French fries for lunch? I did not. I've got cheese. Cheez-Its. Okay. I didn't have time to go get French fries. And Matt <laughs> didn't right. bring me. How do they go with ketchup? I was, I was out. Our one-man IT department, John Myers, is in the tech bunker. John edits out any mistakes we make. And that's why this program is so short. <laughs> Just thinking that. <laughs> and Dr. George Bingham is the president of Key Life. George suggests we combine. I don't. This is. I don't know if I can say that we combine Valentine's it. Day with Tax Day. Then you can kiss your money goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. And, uh, <laughs> and Kathy Wyatt is, of course, the soft feminine side of the program. I remember getting a call that Kathy was in the hospital. I asked about her condition. And they said she's critical. And I said, well, you'll get used to it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I don't like this stuff. It's okay. I just, on the delivery. I just read it. Yeah, he warned me. I stand by that one. Yeah. That's fun. Matthew warned me. I told him to tell you before I said it because I don't want to see blood and carnage in this studio. Uh, I, our guest is a long, many-year friend of mine. Dr. Daniel Bush. Dan is an author. Uh, he has pioneered a unique and integrated approach to Christian psychotherapy. Uh, two or three years ago, I was doing a seminar, teaching a seminar at the Billy Graham training session in the mountains of North Carolina, and Dan happened to be there and uh, I had him come up in the middle of my teaching, and I said, Dan, tell me what you're doing and how it's going to help people. And he blew people away. So a unique and integrated approach to Christian psychotherapy. We'll get into that. He also founded Everglade Psychotherapy Group to cultivate healing and growth for those who have experienced developmental and complex trauma. 
Daniel has written several books, one of which, would you hand it to me? <laughs> one of which I hold in my nicotine-stained fingers <laughs> is uh, titled Undefeated. Discovering Undefended. God undefended. I give me a minute. I'll get it. <laughs> you're you're the defeated. undefended. <laughs> discovering God when your guard is down. Dan, thank you for taking time. Uh, we uh, we have gotten together and decided this hour is going to be a therapy session. <laughs> and some of us really need fixing, and all of us need help. So we expect you not only to answer questions, but to produce healing and wholeness, uh, which is a major task in the staff of this particular program. Listen, I know we're not talking about the book. In fact, you were on, I think, and we talked about Undefended, which is a great book. Uh, It really is. It's the kind of book that is life-changing. If you're always defending yourself, always getting back, uh, it is a relief, a burden lifted to know you don't have to do that, that God does it a lot better than you do. But out of, let's talk, um, tell us about the book and how it started, and then we'll get into the seminar. All right. So the book really began during a really difficult period of my life when I was going through a failing marriage. I was um, just came off the mission field from China back into the United States, and I had come to a church that was failing. Um, it was shrinking in size, and I was going through a lot trying to find out who I was in God and, and what this was really all about with all the difficulty. And I was learning a lot about pressing into God and, and being okay in that relationship. And I began to write chapters, uh, one following the other, about different places in your life that you would like to play hooky from, like pain and doubt and fear and, and these things. And I began to explore what's it like to press into those moments and to find out that God is enough for you in those places, to be undefended before God and what he has to show you and um, what the work that he's doing in you through traversing all of those valleys of the shadow of death that we would rather run from. And then uh, a seminar is quite different than a book. I would think that after you wrote the book, you ought to say, well, that's enough. If you really want to know about these things, and it's a wonderful book, by the way, read the book. But now you're doing a seminar. How did you get from the book to the seminar? Interesting question. And you have a lot to do with that. Um, So there was a pastor down in Florida, a wonderful man, and um, not too far away from where you are. He was reading the book, and he said to his secretary one day, find out who this guy is and if he's got any more material, because this book is speaking to me. And I don't want to toot my own horn, but I mean, that was the point of the book. And so he reached out to me, and I said, well, I don't have a seminar. I don't have any other training materials or anything like that. I just got the book. But I'm a psychotherapist, and I also do spiritual direction. So he began to meet with me. We met a couple of times a month, and then we met once a month for about six to nine months. And I remember talking to you, Steve, and I said, this guy asked me for this, that, and the other thing. He said, don't tell him that. Tell him you do. So, you know, I I spent a year 
trying to dissect the book and, and condense it and write it up into four seminar lectures about, you know, 60 to uh, 90 minutes in length. And um, we first took it on the road back to that pastor's church in Gainesville, Florida, and it was a wonderful time. So that's how the seminar got going. You kicked me in the pants. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, but I was gentle. You were uh, gentle. Yeah, but I, but I really saw in this something that was plain amazing and life-changing in churches and in church groups and in groups of Christians. And I'm, I'm, I'm going to give you some information how you can find out about it a little bit later on. Let me, I'm just curious. Um, did What's the difference between writing for people and talking to them face-to-face? And is it more powerful when you have a face-to-face in a seminar than the book was? I mean, I, I think it is. The... Um, you know, writing a book and sitting with a book allows you to slow down and, and dissect, especially if you're reading it for yourself. But being in a seminar, you there's a pathos of that moment. There's a vibe. There's a spirit in the room, in the place where you are hearing somebody, you know, share from their heart and their own stories. And I've got lots of stories in the seminar from all over the place, not just my own stuff. But um you know, and to have that hit you in the moment and to be together with others in fellowship, taking it in. And then sometimes what we do in some of the seminar offerings is they have breakout groups where they they turn immediately and begin to discuss what they just heard. So mm. there's something very powerful about uh, receiving it as a group live. And then people can go to the book and they can dive in deeper and spend a little bit more time processing it. As a result of the seminar, have you... Uh, thought maybe I ought to go back and edit the book and say some things different? No, I haven't, but (laughs) it's too much work. I'm lazy. (laughs) I thought about writing many other books, and um, uh, I'm actually working on a book right now. I'm teaching a Sunday school class on um, the Songs of Ascent, and I figured, like, you know what I would do every week as I prepare for that? I will uh, prepare the chapter for publication as well. And that allows me to touch other points that maybe could have been added to the book. The book is already an inch thick. I mean, like, that's a brick. (laughs) (laughs) Guys, we're going to continue with this conversation on the other side of the break. It's It's a great book, but it's also, as Dan has described to you, it's a great seminar. When you have a chance to flesh it out, to think about it, to ask questions, to balance it, to listen to the wisdom and apply it to yourself. If you're a pastor, you might want to get, and I'll give you some information later on, you might want to check this out for your church. It could be a church-changing situation. Who knows? I might go to that seminar. I... And then a lot of people have been praying for me to be saved. It might happen uh, at uh, the uh, Undefended Seminar.
Hey, thanks for listening to Steve Brown, etc. And if you're enjoying the show, chances are your friends and family would too, right? So help us spread the word by sharing a link, clicking subscribe on YouTube. And if you think about it, drop us a review on your favorite podcast platform, iTunes, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, Spotify. We're pretty much everywhere. Hey, is there one called Podblaster? I mean, it feels like there should be, right? But like no E in Blaster. Just Blaster. 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 Anyhow, that's how the colons do it. Hi, this is Steve Brown. And in case you didn't know, one of the main reasons Key Life exists is to remind believers that God isn't mad at his children. Why am I telling you this? Because our weekly email, Key Life Connection, takes the best of the videos, articles, and puts them right in your inbox. We'd love for you to try it. It's free. Go to keylife.org slash subscribe. Hey, thanks for being a part of this. We're talking with author uh, Dr. Daniel Bush about his seminar, a life-changing seminar based on his book called Undefended, Discovering God When Your Guard Is Down. I want to talk more about the the, the seminar, and we'll, we'll get to all that stuff, but I wanted to go back to something that Steve mentioned in the intro that, that caught my attention about your kind of, it sounds like kind of a unique approach to uh, psychotherapy. I wonder if you just tell us a little bit more about that, because that's a, that's a fascinating um, practice, a fascinating uh, subject. Well, sure, no problem. Um, for Christian clients, because I'm, I'm a licensed professional clinical counselor, so I see Christians and non-Christians. For Christian counselors who want their Christian um, faith, Christian clients who want their Christian faith integrated, um, what I do differently is is not to find a Bible verse and then smack him with it and say, now go and stop it and do it again. Bob Newhart was funny with that, and I use that sometimes. But in reality, what I like to do is the same thing that this book is doing, is I, I drill down to the most difficult places of their woundedness and help them to see well, how God is sufficient for them in that place, and to develop together with God uh, in that relationship a secure attachment. Now, a lot of psychotherapists know all about secure attachment, and they want to do that with their clients, but they don't bring another attachment finger into it. They make it attachment with yourself, and there's something to be said about that. But for Christian clients, you know, one of the most secure attachment figures that you ought to have probably is the Lord himself. So as we are working on trauma and difficult things in life, I try to use that idea from attachment theory and connect it with a person's relationship with the Lord. You use music, don't you, and other means when you do this sort of thing? When I'm doing trauma therapy, um, I use a method called havening, and sometimes I also use EMDR. Uh, both of them are well-known. And both of them do something in the mind, which is to create delta waves, which tells your brain you're in a same safe place. You're not in the trauma anymore. There are ways to create those delta waves through touch, through uh, bilateral eye stimulation, and also through music. And we try to bring all that in, utilizing your five senses to them as much as we can. So sound, right? Touch eye movement. These are some of the senses that we want to 
to tell the brain I'm in a safe place. And that will delink the the emotional charge from the traumatic memory. How do you do that? In, well, let's talk about safety. How do you do that in a seminar? In a seminar? Well, I, I mean, everybody if I go up. to your seminar and I'm not, and I don't feel safe, frankly, a lot, mm. uh, how's the seminar going to deal with my insecurity at that point? I was going to say something cheeky, like I make everybody stand up, shake hands and give each other a hug. <laughs> <laughs> we, we don't do that. You don't have to be scared of that. But um, uh, how do we bring about, well, I think what the seminar does is a lot of teaching and then discussion. But I do ask people to to think throughout the seminar, think of a time when. Connect connect with this story here. So they're going into their, their hard places to find specifically an issue. And then I, it, it a seminar is an oral delivery. So more than, I mean, I'm, I'm not having a one-on-one -on -one trauma therapy with anybody. But what I am going to do is cognitively ask them to look at things a little bit differently. And we know... I mean, CBT, cognitive behavioral therapy, is effective. It's not the only thing that's effective, but that's effective. Change your thoughts, your emotions will follow. So one of the things we want to do is help people to think about what they're going through differently. Mm -hmm. And I want them to think about how they're going through those things together with the Lord. And if they're holding the Lord out as some religious thing that they're doing, I'm going to church, I'm doing communion, and I'm listening to the... the the Word, and I'm reading my Bible, and all of those are wonderful things to do. I asked them to think about spiritual a little, a little bit different, to think of it in terms of relationship. How is the relationship with God coming to bear in this very moment with, with them on the issue that they brought to mind, and to, to find it within Him, that security? And we spent a lot of time in this seminar trying to flesh that out. Uh, and to bring people along to deeply understanding his presence in their life. And I think a lot of people need to be uh, reminded and aware and brought into touch with God's presence. Good stuff. Well, and, and Dan, when you talk about safety, it's, it's uh, that, that you're trusting ultimately that you're safe with God. I mean, you're not going to make everybody healthy, wealthy, and wise, right? In the seminar? No, I don't. I don't have a Harry Potter wand. I, I wish I had one. <laughs> I'd use it on myself first. Um, no, trusting God. You know, Larry Crabb wrote a book many years ago about finding a God, finding God, and um, that that book's all about you know, trusting God, trusting that God's good. Which means if you trust that God's good, and then He's sovereign, and He's omniscient and omnipresent, then maybe you ought to trust that whatever you're going through right now is not catching God off guard. Therefore, it begs the question, what are you doing in my life through this moment? You think most I, I want them to ask that question. Do you think most Christians fear God and are afraid that he's ticked at them because they haven't been faithful or obedient or good? There is a fair number of folks that definitely do that. They're afraid and they want to get their religion right so they can get something from God. And there's you, another group. There's another group that that see God, you know, um, not as the, the 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 mean one, but as the you know, I, God has no standards for me. Well, then they find that where's God in my life? If you know, God's just watching, and He's not. They're not connecting with Him either. Everything's good. God's okay with God's all love, which, which is true, but He's also justice, 
Apostle Peace. He's, he's all these things. He's all these attributes simultaneously and held in perfect balance. Mm. So um, we've got both, you know, both people on both sides. You know, God is mad at me, but then God doesn't really care and everything's okay. So I think both of them are missing the presence of God, that connection, deepest connection. And you address that in the seminar uh, with the truth of, well, with biblical truth, right? Definitely biblical truth. Biblical theology. We unpack some passages. We look at, um, you know, systematic theology. But I do that through story. I do that through, um, you know, telling the stories that are in Scripture. And then asking people to pause for a moment and look at what does that mean? Mm. Now, we know what that means. How does that relate to me in my world? Why is it okay for me to hug this cactus that hurts so much, knowing that the Lord is hugging me? <laughs> oh, man, we're going to get into specifics. How long does the seminar take? Well, uh, we designed it to be uh, four lectures or four seminar talks. And I, um, as you probably figured out through this uh our time together today, I'm a bit long-winded, so those things end up taking somewhere between 60 and 75 minutes apiece. So you can do the math on that. <laughs> but we're not playing at 90 minutes. And if you tape it and run it fast, you can probably get through in five minutes a session. <laughs> Guys, we're going to do more of this, but like Jesus, uh, we're coming back. Thanks for listening to Steve Brown, etc. And if you're enjoying the show, would you help us let others know about it? You can share a link, click subscribe on our YouTube channel, or drop us a review on your favorite podcast platform. Thanks much. Hi, this is Steve Brown, and I'm excited to tell you about a new offer from Key Life called <laughs> Living with Steve. Let me tell you the way it works. I travel with you wherever you go. If you need an entertaining conversation or even a sermon, there I am. That's the good news. The bad news is that it costs a million bucks. <laughs> but wait, there's good news. You can get everything I've just described with the Key Life app. And for a limited time, it's not a million dollars. It's free. Try it now at keylife.org app. talking to author Daniel Bush, Dr. Daniel Bush, about his seminar based on the book titled Undefended, Discovering God When Your Guard Is Down. And I told you I was going to give you some information. This is going to seem crazy, but write it down anyway because it's a different kind of Internet thing because they're expanding it. Matthew tried to explain that to me this morning, and I didn't understand a word that he said, but write it down. It's simply undefended.life. Undefended.life. What? Undefended.life. There's no .com or .org. 
Write it down, try it, and you'll find that it works. Well, you got it from Matthew. Trust me on this. Yeah, well, and he got it from Dan. So if it doesn't work. Okay, must be true. Go after Dan because he's the undefended.life. So at, that was a great segue, at undefended.life, I'm going to make the assumption that there's a lot of information about the seminars and and the technical kind of stuff that people would want to know, Dan, as far as scheduling and and that kind of thing, um, is that um, is people's awareness of that growing? How are the seminars going? Are you seeing more and more interest in it? Is it something that you're at, you're at the point where you're having trouble keeping up with it because there's so much going on, or are you do you still feel like you're in the beginning building stages, or what exactly? Great question. We are in the definite in the beginning building stages. Um, we've had one seminar so far. It was a wonderful weekend, a prolonged weekend. Um, Friday night, Saturday, um, Sunday, and. Um, you know, we've been waiting really for this big kickoff with Steve to kind of launch it nationally and get people interested in hearing about it. Um, so, <laughs> excuse me, <laughs> really thankful for uh, Steve's encouragement with all of this. But like you said, we are in the the beginnings of, of kind of rolling this thing out and um, we're excited about what it will mean to so many people. I, we had lots of comments at the seminar of people that were like, I never looked at, at my religion this way before. I never looked at my faith this way before. I, I never really paid attention to the presence of God. I, you know, and one lady came to me crying. Mm. And, you know, she was going through a difficult time in her family. And um, but this made so much sense to her. And it made so much meaning to her heart. And there was healing going on just as she was hearing the words and and discussing about what God may be doing in and through her own story. So uh, we're rolling it out, and we hope it'll affect a lot of people for good. Mm-hmm. Okay, let's get down and dirty. We started with the issue of safety. If you don't feel safe, uh, you're probably going to stay sick. Uh, If you don't feel safe, you're probably not going to find a lot of help for your insecurities. And you address that. You might want to say a little bit more about it, but let's address some other issues, too. You want to say more about the safety issue? Well, I mean, our biggest fear in life is that we're not safe. So if you think, go into any problem one has and, 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 and drill down deep enough, you'll find a fear. And you'll find an issue of safety beneath that connection, I mean, connection, attachment, all of that's related to safety. Think about how defensive we are when someone criticizes us. Why? Safety. That's true. Yeah. But in, a, in the seminar, do you address things? What about people who come there feeling really guilty uh, about where they've been, what they've done, what they've said? Is there anything about grace that will make a difference in their lives? Well, the entire seminar is about grace. This is a grace-centered, Christ-centered, gospel-centered uh, seminar. In fact, one of the things we do from in this seminar is from beginning to end, 
we bring a Christ-centered, grace-centered, gospel-centered, uh, gospel message into how we are dealing with everything. If the gospel is what it is, then think about that. I'm fearful of God because of my sin, because of my guilt. That fear is what? I don't feel safe to stand before him. You need what? The gospel of grace. So yeah, we're working it. It's dribbled throughout, Steve. It is the core of which my entire theological uh, bent is, is grounded. That's good. And that can be life-changing in people's lives. Do you get a, a place where people began to look in the mirror and discover who they are? You know, a lot of the things that we deal with are unknown to ourselves. We don't even know where it is. For instance, in your psychotherapy sessions, you're going to places where people have not gone, are not aware of, uh, and have not dealt with. And I was wondering if maybe, and we'll make this a teaser for the other side of the um, of the break, but I was wondering how you deal with something like that in a seminar like this. If you want to find out something about the Undefended Seminar, trust me and Matthew and Dan on this. The website is undefended.life. That's undefended.life. And we're talking with Dr. Daniel Bush. He's pioneered a unique, integrated approach to Christian psychotherapy. Um, and forget about the psycho part. He's safe. <laughs> Hey, thanks for listening to Steve Brown, etc. And if you're enjoying the show, chances are your friends and family would too, right? So help us spread the word by sharing a link, clicking subscribe on YouTube. And if you think about it, drop us a review on your favorite podcast platform, iTunes, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, Spotify, we're pretty much everywhere. Hey, is there one called Podblaster? I mean, it feels like there should be, right? But like no E in Blaster, just Blaster, Blaster, Blaster. Anyhow, that's how the colons do it. When Christ promised we could live life to the full, he didn't just mean eventually in heaven, because Jesus didn't come to save us from our humanity, but to restore it. Life with a capital L. Find it now on keylife.org slash store. What if you could start your day by hanging out in God's Word and with some of the most significant theologians, authors, and pastors ever? That's the idea behind the one-year devotional, God With Us. Find it now on keylife.org slash store. Thanks for spending this time with us. Uh, We're talking with Dan Bush about a seminar based on his book called Undefended, Discovering God When Your Guard um, Is Down. And in case you hadn't heard, the 2024 edition of our print magazine is now available. It is great. And if you don't like it, it's free. So you just keep your mouth shut. Don't complain. You can get your copy today just by visiting keylife.org slash free magazine. 
Uh, did you know we were talking about how the book translated to the seminar and broke out again across you know four different sections? And I think this is one of the things where you don't really need to sell somebody on the seminar if you've got somebody who's just hitting their head against the wall. They hear something like this and they're like, I get it. I need some outside perspective to kind of get some of this stuff kind of unpacked and sorted through, which of course is what um, you know uh, counseling is is all about. I wonder if you could tell us a little bit about how the sessions, you know, break out across those four uh, different different uh, windows. Sure, no problem. And one of the things that Steve was saying before the break was like, you know, what is there in this for people? You know, and well, I begin. You know, people have different issues in their lives, but uh, and some may not even know what issue they have. They just things aren't working. So. Because the seminar touches a lot of different areas, um, some people are going to find that that's an area that I they're knowingly wanting to hear about. And other people are going to have those questions uh, put to them, and they're going to begin to explore it. And they might realize, oh, yeah, that's an issue that was down underneath there that I, that I didn't know. You're, you prompted me to begin thinking about that. But the first um, uh, seminar talk really lays the groundwork. We need some, uh, use a fancy word here, prolegomena, a word before. <laughs> you made that We up. need to kind of <laughs> get into um, this seminar, into Christian spirituality. What is it? Um, so the first seminar talk lays that groundwork on Christian spirituality. It brings up the issue of our fear and safety, and how does that connect with Christian spirituality? Uh, attachment and all of that. In the second seminar, boy, I remember years ago when we were talking and Kathy was said, I don't want to be vulnerable. (laughs) (laughs) Still don't. The second seminar is all about vulnerability. You know, it is about uh, you can only connect when your guard is down. So we're going to go into vulnerability. There's some other things in there. The third one begins to look at um, keeping up with that vulnerability, we begin to look at uh, issues of our defensiveness, issues of our doubt and our sorrow. Uh, sorrow and doubt and lament are all part of the, the fourth talk. Let me try to remember what the second part is about, you know, um, you know, dropping your guard, being undefended. As it builds up from understanding Christian spirituality and vulnerability, we finally get in the third seminar to to dropping that guard, looking at various elements in our life in which we can. What does it mean to drop your guard? You know, what's that all about? And um, then we're going to go into issues of sorrow and doubt, um, pain, fear. All of these different areas are touched throughout the four. But you're thinking, huh, Matthew? Yeah, I, I am because it's so it's so funny that I think about like uh, how we're put together, and you know, when something flies in our face, kind of reflexively, our eyes slam shut. Our, you know, we we the the bot the entire body is called into action to protect your your vulnerable little 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 eyeballs, and I think it's that way when there's a criticism or 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 a bad memory or something or other, it seems like um, our hearts do that same thing where we mm-hmm. just immediately go into defensive mode and I can't let this in. 
because I don't right. either you're right or you're in and I don't want to deal with that or you're wrong and I don't want to I don't want to I don't want to yeah. think through that part. It, it really does take a lot of work just to get to the beginning of this, right? To where Oh yeah. You know, somebody's just like to I'm going to do this. Get the groundwork laid to get people to open up because we're going to go into those places that they they're wanting to tense up. They're going to go into fight or flight mode. Um to lay the groundwork, why is it safe to go there? Okay, let's go there now together. And we're 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 gonna go in there together. I'm going to lead us. You're you're hearing the seminar together, you're discussing it. This is a safe place. So you really have to have that ethos and pathos in the room. Um, it's not a group therapy session. I don't make that clear. It's not a group therapy session. We're gonna touch things that you're gonna be thinking about. And if if a church or a group that's putting this on wants to have breakout groups, they can they can get in there and discuss those things. That's very helpful. But you're right, people tense up. And um, how do we how do we get them to drop the guard? I think explaining that um, you can be vulnerable, and vulnerability is the way to connect. It's risky, so we talk about the risk. But you don't embarrass people in the seminar, do you? Well, I don't call anybody by myself out. <laughs> so just embarrassing yourself <laughs> yeah i embarrass myself all the time nothing's new yeah dan just and and i don't know whether there's a lot of time to unpack it but obviously people have individual traumas individual struggles and so forth individual situations have you noticed though that uh, are there situations or times maybe within churches within the culture things like that, where there are a lot of uh, people having kind of a similar or common experience that there's a sort of a general trauma sense or something like that. Does, does any of that happen? When times get difficult, when times get difficult, um, whether it be COVID, whether it be the economy, whether it be the talk of war on the horizon, um, people, you know, whether people's works, people, stress comes in, tension comes in, and um, everybody feels that. It shows up in our marriages, in our relationships. Then we get a, a picture of ourselves. As we might double down to protect ourselves, oh, that's right, we're correct. Or we might just turn around and beat ourselves up. I'm so bad, I can't believe I'm doing this. You know, and we might go and, and look for any number of coping mechanisms just trying to, to get through, you know. Um, marriage, I remember the church in, in uh, Gainesville, Florida, that brought the seminar to them. Marriage is a big issue. That's, a, that's an intense relationship, and that shows the signs of everything that's going outside of the relationship. It gets brought in, you know. Mm. So there's lots of things that are on par with marriage, too. And the seminar addresses these issues directly. Let me give you that. Uh, let me give you that uh, that website again. It's undefended.life. Obviously, we just scratched the surface today. So go to the website, check it out. Might be something you'll want to do or be involved in. Maybe a seminar close to where you are. Dan, you're a good brother. Thanks for spending this time with us. Thanks for inviting me, Steve. Guys, we're going to come back uh, for a short time and tell you 
who we're going to do it unto next week. And you are going to be shocked and amazed and feel unsafe. Hey, thanks for listening to Steve Brown, etc. And if you're enjoying the show, would you help us let others know about it? You can share a link, click subscribe on our YouTube channel, or drop us a review on your favorite podcast platform. Thanks much. What if you could start your day by hanging out in God's Word and with some of the most significant theologians, authors, and pastors ever? That's the idea behind the one-year devotional, God With Us. Find it now on keylife.org store. This is Pete Allenson, and if you're a guy, I want to show you how to recover and reclaim an intimate, growing relationship with your Heavenly Father. Check out Like Father, Like Son, How Knowing God as Father Changes Men. Available now at keylife.org store. Believer, I want you to remember that where sin abounds, grace does much more abound. And you will run out of sin before God runs out of grace. Grace, the real good news of the gospel. Find it now on keylife.org store. Somebody has said that we always say Jesus is enough. But I have a friend who says you will never know that Jesus is enough until Jesus is all you've got. And when Jesus is all you've got, then you know that Jesus is enough. We've been talking this past hour about the adequacy of God as we deal with the issues of life. We live in a very, very tough time. It's kind of scary and dark. And we're not sure what's going to happen tomorrow. And we don't like what's happening already. What do you do with that? Well, you do what Dan was talking about for this past hour. You recognize that God is enough. And that you don't have to defend yourself against him because he's on your side. And you don't have to defend yourself any other places because he's your defender. And when those two things are true in your life, and that's what Dan's seminar is about, then all of a sudden you're free to make an obscene gesture, to say what you want to say, to be who you are, and to live a life without that basic fear eating away inside. When that's all you got, and it's Jesus, it's enough. And he really is. Thus endeth the sermon. i got to quit doing this. I like him. Yeah. Now, just so you know, Kathy was sitting here a second ago, and she disappeared. <laughs> and her, ch- her, her chair over there is rotating a little bit, and we talked about it, and we think it was the rapture. (laughs) And if you're still here, we're still here, but some people are gone. (laughs) Actually, Kathy had an appointment she had to get to. So, Matthew, it's up to you to tell us about next week. Next week's guest is one of our favorites. He's funny, he's talented, he's handsome. I feel like I have so much in common with him. (laughs) (laughs) Brant Hansen, he has a new book called Life is Hard, God is Good, Let's Dance. I, just the title puts a smile on my face, so I can't wait to talk to him again. Hey, you guys, you're going to like next week's program 
By the way, his book on self-righteousness is the book, the best book ever written on that subject. And uh, when he talks to us, you'll, you'll love it. And if you don't, you simply don't have any taste. <laughs> well, it's time. We've given you an hour of our best. And I recognize that it could have been better, but it could have been worse, too. Our fond hope is that you'll join us next week. Same time, same place. We'll be here. And between now and then, don't do anything we wouldn't. And that gives you a wide, wide berth. If you don't like what you're hearing, at least you've got Jesus. If I follow that, I would <laughs> Yeah, you're a new tagline.